Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. I hope you find yourself in the right frame of mind, focusing on the things within your control. All right, so today's episode is how do you value yourself? So we all view ourselves in some way or another based on our identity, what we do, or how we conduct ourselves. This can be positive, negative, or even neutral, where the more that you value yourself based on what's appropriate, the better you feel about yourself and the better outlook you have going forward. The negative side, obviously, is if your self-worth or your confidence is low or how you view yourself is low, it's going to affect how you value yourself. When things are good for us, we tend to value ourselves a lot more, but when things are not going well for us, then the value we have in ourselves might tend to drop. And sometimes this can be conflicting circumstances where even if things are going well, there could be negative self-talk or being overly critical that might diminish how you come to value yourself. This might come from self-sabotage where it feels like the good things that are going are not deserved. It can work in the same way where when things are not going well, but you have the right self-talk, you're still willing to value yourself in a much higher way, where you know that you're going to earn much better than what you're experiencing right now. How you value yourself is going to have an enormous impact on how you go about your life. It's going to largely shape your outlook on things, and sometimes others reinforcing things is going to shape how you come to view yourself. This goes in both directions, where if others see you in a positive light, there's a tendency that so will you. But if others see you in a negative light, then you might see yourself in that way. What's important to know in situations like this is not to put too much emphasis on what others think or say about you, because ultimately, that falls on you. What you think of yourself and how you come to value yourself is probably going to be one of the most important things that you have in your life. It's where you're going to draw your inner strength from, and you can rely on it going forward especially during the difficult moments that you face. Remember, the things that get reinforced the most are what you tend to believe. So reinforce those things that empower you, where the best parts of you are enhanced. I think we all want to feel that we belong or that we're making a difference by what we choose to do with our time, whether it's something that enhances us or that helps others. And how you come to value yourself comes down to what you choose to value. These are the things that are most important to you and you tend to uphold them, not willing to compromise, that you're willing to walk away from the things that are not aligned with them. Your core values tend to dictate how you go about life. Things such as integrity, love, respect, authenticity, autonomy, determination, and other things of the like are what's going to guide you on your path. It's where you put your self-worth in. It's the things that make you feel significant or, in some cases, insignificant. When you have something that gets you going, that makes you feel invigorated, it tends to have an effect on you that gets you to move forward. But when you don't have something that really excites you or something that keeps you down, then that too will take over. For you to value yourself in the right manner, start with your confidence. The more confidence you have, the more you'll value yourself in a better way. So if you don't value yourself very much, it's 
probably because the confidence is lacking and you got to work to build it up. If that's the case, find out what's stifling it because that's impeding that belief that you can do great things. Sometimes this might come from past experiences that did not turn out well. Maybe certain mistakes or blunders were made that you might revert back to and think that it's going to happen again. To overcome this tendency of going down this pattern, view those mistakes as what not to do so you clearly know what to avoid and replace them on what will be done the next time. It's not about avoiding the situation you were in before completely, but knowing the specifics that led to it. So say you baked a cake in the past and it didn't rise where it just came out flat. In a case like this, it's not about avoiding baking because of what once happened, but it's about identifying maybe not all the right ingredients were used or the directions weren't followed correctly. Missing out on any one thing could have been the difference in things going well. Or it could be that others talk in a negative light, which might affect you as well. The solution in this case would be to minimize your contact with those that are negative, or just completely remove yourself from the situation if you can. The brain is already going to have you self-doubt yourself to keep you safe. You don't need any more of this creeping in. So it's about managing the words from others to not suppress your confidence. So going forward, the simple question that you need to ask yourself consistently is what am I about to do right now going to build my confidence? If the answer is yes, then proceed with it. But if the answer is no, then you just avoid doing what you were thinking of. And then as you build your confidence enough, you can clearly identify the things that are most important to you. And not just others forcing their ideas or their values onto you, but it's about you taking the time to figure out what that is for you. Just because people have different values from one another doesn't make it right or wrong. It's just about what works for them. Your values are set by the things that really compel you, where you're not going to compromise in any way. It's that strong belief that upholding them makes you a better person. For some, winning at all costs is what they value the most. And in cases like this, this might even mean lying and stealing just to get the results that they wanted. For others, it might be honesty and they're not willing to sacrifice that so they can get ahead or be the best in what they're doing. That they're willing to bypass by any means necessary so they can uphold what they truly value. So it comes down to what makes the most sense for you. You could value things like adventure and creativity. So that might mean a life where you're pursuing many different experiences and you might have a tendency to move from one thing to another where maybe you're more of a freelancer instead of staying put. Or it could be that you value loyalty and a strong work ethic. So this could entail things such as being committed to what you're doing where you see things through that you'll put the cause of what you're working on over yourself. Whatever it is that you value, it doesn't have to be just one or two things. It can be multiple things. For me, the things that I value is my time. So I like to use it wisely where the nonsense and just waiting around is cut out or at least minimized. I want to spend my time on things that are worthwhile, like doing what I enjoy, being around people who are uplifting and caring. Time is our biggest asset, 
And when it's leveraged properly, it makes me feel fulfilled. Autonomy is another thing that I value because I have the discipline to keep myself on track. Plus, I need room to breathe. I don't need someone watching over me. And I have a tendency to rebel when anyone tells me what to do instead of asking me. I also value connection, being connected to what I do daily, being connected to the people I engage with. It gives me a greater sense of meaning where I'm fully present with what's going on instead of just going through the motions. You know, and and then the final thing that I value is respect, respect for myself and others. And I don't tolerate being around others who think they deserve respect without them working for it. It's something that must be earned and it's a two-way street. Part of this comes from me loathing hierarchy because some people take it too far where their identity is wrapped up in their title, thinking that they can walk all over others or belittle them. We're all people that need to be respected. Titles don't make a person, but their actions do. You can value multiple things as long as you know why you do. This is going to give you a greater sense of where you're going. It's knowing what that standard is and constantly working towards it. And this actually provides greater meaning to life knowing that you move with a certain force. So by identifying these values that you hold, you have a greater way of how you value yourself. It's knowing the principles that you stand on as opposed to wondering or just not knowing at all. And this is going to give you a greater sense of who you are. Think about when you're not sure of what to do next and whatever it is that you do. It could be where you walk into a room and you wonder, what did I come in here for? Or it's trying to figure out how to get out of the mess that you're in. This keeps you in a state of being stuck and confused. And when too much time passes, it can feel frustrating because of the lack of inaction. Those opportunities are being missed And during difficult periods, this can be deflating because of the lack of guidance and what direction to take. Knowing your values is going to help you in those situations where you get back on track. Then there are going to come times that even when you know your values, you might veer off from them because of the success that you experience. It might be so blinding or so strong that you get off track. Maybe it's earning a significant amount of money in a short period of time, or meeting people with significant social implications, it can become intoxicating where you forget the things that you value. Or maybe you don't forget them, but these new things that come into your life might seem to be a higher priority. That rush can be so strong that it's almost like you become hooked on it, where you want to continue to do it over and over again. And you know that your values are there and you think that you're upholding them only to get to the point of saying, I got my priorities straight. I'm just going to enjoy and live a little. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but that newfound success or that newfound wave of emotion that you're riding, it needs to be managed properly where it's not overtaking your focus. It's tempting to say, I can handle this and I know when I need to dial it back to help check yourself. One simple question you can ask is, is this newfound success that I'm experiencing changing how I value myself for the better? And better is going to be a subjective term that you're going to have to figure out for yourself. To make it a bit more straightforward, you could ask, 
Is this feeding my ego or is it building my confidence? The ego is fragile that constantly needs to be validated to feel good, whereas confidence can withstand rough periods and still forge ahead. So if you find yourself constantly needing to repeat or relive that success just to feel good about yourself, then you're probably veering off from the things that you truly value. But if you understand that the success that you're experiencing is not dependent on how you value yourself, then you're in a very strong state where you're independent of an outcome and you're right internally. In this state, you have that right perspective where it's not inflating your ego, but it's truly building your confidence. I come to think about what you properly value and how you value yourself is a steady, reliable source of strength that keeps you grounded, that the highs and the lows are not too distracting, that it makes you lose sight of what you're aiming for. It means that you always can find yourself in a wave of chaos or euphoria where you can maintain your composure. If you're not careful, it can engulf you where you're not sure of yourself. This can be just as bad as valuing yourself too little. Valuing yourself too high can overestimate things that set up for a brutal reality check where the risk levels are on an extreme because of a over exuberance. This is when the fall hurts so much because of the new heights that were reached. Essentially, how you come to value yourself should be based on the things that cannot be taken away from you, like those intangible traits, such as your creativity, your resourcefulness, your grit, your compassion, your knowledge, your inner harmony. These are all things that develop you and will be with you. Having these things and knowing that you have them makes you view and value yourself with a calm reassurance that you're equipped to handle the droughts and the prosperity with an admirable level head and staying true to yourself. So those things such as money and material possession, people's approval, are all things that can be taken away. Building self-worth based on those things is a collapse waiting to happen because while those things may stay with you, an internal collapse is occurring. Worrying if those things will be there and questioning yourself on many different levels. This gives way to self-doubt taking over. Valuing these things takes away from who you really are because of all the distractions getting in the way. Where validation must come from the outside of you. Part of what's going to help you figure out how you value yourself is avoid comparing yourself to others. We're all unique in our own ways, and another person's strengths might be your weaknesses. And that's not something you should get hung up on or that their situation might look better than yours. And if that's the case, you're not focusing on yourself enough. The more you get caught up in others, the more you miss out on the things that make you great. While sometimes you might not notice it because you're sitting in that first-person point of view, it does take some time to figure out the multifaceted parts of what makes you you. It's like uncovering unknown or hidden assets that you never knew you had. And this can come from taking the time to focus on yourself. We constantly see other people and what they have, but we only see ourselves in a mirror for certain periods of time. So we don't get to see all the greatness or the potential that we have. 
That usually comes from the feedback from others when they say, wow, you're great at this or you're great at that. Comparisons can be helpful as a starting point to see what others are doing that can help you get going, but not the constant need to compare. It can be toxic because it can invoke jealousy and self-pity, which are things that chip away at you. It brings out that pettiness and lowers your confidence. Even when you reach a certain goal, comparing yourself to others will take away at the significance of what was accomplished. So if you reached a goal of catching a four-pound fish, yet someone else caught a five-pounder, then instead of enjoying your accomplishment, it turns into anger and not feeling good enough. Focus on you, and there's less chance of you looking on how you stack up with others. Another helpful thing to properly value yourself is be honest and compassionate to yourself. You want to be able to know what you're good at and avoid overestimating yourself because that's extending yourself beyond where you currently are. You also want to avoid underestimating yourself because that means limiting what you're capable of. So let's say you value fairness. You got to be able to self-regulate and there's going to be times where you might fall short of it. That's not the time to say I'm fair all the time as there are going to be instances where you are biased. This is actually a great example of being honest with yourself. You got to be fair where you're giving yourself honest feedback where it's not being watered down to avoid discomfort but not harsh where it's making things bigger than what they actually are. This is especially important in a leadership role because being fair goes a long way in your credibility. The fairer you are, the more credibility you have, and vice versa. At the same time, you got to be compassionate when you're honest with yourself, as it can hurt. Those shortcomings that are acknowledged, it can be uncomfortable. When you strike the right balance of being honest, of not being too soft or hard on yourself, you self-assess more accurately and can trust yourself more. In those times where the truth hurts, you got to be caring to yourself as you want to maintain your confidence. It's knowing that your weaknesses are not a bad thing. You shouldn't feel bad about them, but be kind to yourself. This helps balance yourself to know what you're good at and what you're not so you can evaluate things well and not devalue yourself in any way. Probably one of the biggest things that gets in the way of viewing ourselves for who we really are is settling for things, where the conclusion is, well, this is good enough, where am I going to find anything better? When this starts going through your mind, it's because fear is dictating you. You know you want something more, something better, but the fear of failure or things going wrong keep you stuck in place. While yes, this is a safe move, there's always going to be that lingering effect of looking back instead of focusing on the future, that it becomes, I should have done this, or I should have done that, instead of, I can do this right now. This can be a frustrating place to be in because it's about missed opportunities when there are many right in front of you right now. To get over settling, know what you want and go for it. And the action can be small, just enough to get you going. Things are going to get bumpy and uncertain at times, but it's better than living with a sense of what could have been. Once you start settling, it becomes a habit, 
and then life becomes about compromises. But once you pursue what you want, you'll develop a tenacity that's going to propel you forward because shortcomings are going to be part of the process. They're just opportunities to dig deep and find the new level of desire to get what you want. In those times, the thought of retreating to safety can seem enticing, but it's a silent crusher of your spirit. Keep going forward in your pursuit, even if it feels painful and unsettling. You're capable of so much more, and it just requires to stop settling. If you know you want something more, go for it. Many times, this will require saying no. No to the situation that's not going to better you. No to below your standards. It's knowing that you're not going to accept mediocrity, that you're going to achieve greatness. All this will help you figure things out internally, where you put more emphasis on your inner scorecard instead of on your outer scorecard, where you're more focused on what you think instead of what others think. Remember, start with your confidence and then you can see things with a lot more clarity. When you're down, everything seems big and unattainable because you have to look up at everything. But when you're at eye level, things seem within reach because they've been in your line of sight. The simple things of keeping your head up and your shoulders upright can make you feel more confident. When you're feeling down, get back to basics. Then you can really take the time to find out what's most important to you and you'll value yourself so much more. This is going to impact how you go at life for the better as you have a guide in what direction to take, especially in those rough and uncertain times. Stay true to yourself and remember that when you experience success, that it not derail you from what's important. Really come to understand why you value yourself and when you take the time to do so, you can further accept your full self. It's a powerful process where the internal of what makes you you puts you at ease. This allows you to be loose and adapt where mishaps are taken in stride instead of resisting, trying to maintain an image. When you can be loose, you take less of a beating throughout life because the small things are seen and felt like little pebbles hitting you instead of fist-sized rocks being hurled at you. Much of life is not what happens to you, but it's how you choose to respond. Take things in stride as best you can so you can maintain your focus. There's going to be times where you get punched in the mouth and knocked down, but getting yourself right internally is going to be the difference in being able to rebound from it. Your value is not based on how much money you make or have or the material things in your possession or how many people admire you, but it's the meaningful contribution that you make to impact people and things for the better. Sometimes your effort is recognized and sometimes it's not. Either way, as long as you feel good about the principles you stand on, then you'll see how valuable you are. Well, it's that time again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're interested in more topics like this, become a Thriving Minds member at www.thrivingminds.live. It's your personal development resource so you can build that right mindset so you can live to thrive. All right, until next time. Mm-hmm.